in a second. What is up, everybody? And we are live. Welcome to another Pin to Gas podcast. And listen, what an honor it is today to sit down with Jay Dexter, DRC Leathers. I'm sure a lot of you guys know who he is already. And my man, Cameron Hall. What is going on, man? BSB. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. We're doing good. Thank you. Good evening, Chris. How are you, pal? Oh, man, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, had a long day at work. Uh, when it, I was busy today. We got a bunch of moving to do. My um... we, We've not been home yet. Oh, no? No, no. We've been here since since 9 o'clock this morning. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a, yeah, that's a long day. Yeah, I uh, I went in at like 7.30 this morning. Got off at uh, 2. So I could, yeah, so I come home and do this. So we're, we're moving to a new building. So there's a, as you can imagine, there's a, yeah, quite a bit to do, but enough about all that. Listen, that's not why we're here. We're here for you two and to learn about your guys' story. And I'm super excited. And again, what an honor it is to have both you gentlemen on here tonight. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to get into it, man. Um, who wants to go first, Cam or Jay? All right, Cam, go let's first. go. Yes. So what's going on, man? Uh, let's start from the beginning, Cam. How did you get into motorcycles to begin with? Uh, so I've been riding bikes. I've been, uh, I've been riding bikes while my dad was racing. My dad used to race. That's what got me into it. Um, and then my dad stopped racing through injury. Not just it fell out with it, basically. Um, and then I started racing when I was eight year old on many mini bikes, mini motors. Um, that was fun, but it it was hard because I'm over six foot tall. So on a bike even that when big, he, even when <laughs> you were eight, even when I were eight, I was biggest in class and stuff. So I've always struggled on a little stuff uh, with my height and and that. So other other than that, it, just learning how to race, learning bikes and stuff, um, spending nights in garage with my dad and like every other kid. Um, and then somehow we got to where we are today. <laughs> so, so tell everybody, where are you at today? Uh, last year, I was doing stock 600 at British Superbikes, um, which, which were good. It were, It's a good class. Uh, unfortunately, I've got rid of that for this year. Um, sort of just dissolved class a little bit. Psychic. Yeah. <laughs> which it, it's a shame because it were a good class and most of the superbike grid have gone through that class um so they've got the reasons behind it but that's now put us in a position to find another venture uh which was still we've we've done as entries and stuff uh and but i haven't officially announced it yet they put, so you sent your email into bsb today, i sent me email so i think that should get announced tomorrow um so that's I'd awesome like man yeah, yeah no listen it, it, it's all good you can't say you can't say it's uh um but when you can uh yeah, everybody yeah. will know about it right uh and i'm looking forward to it so uh let's talk about your stock six uh class last year how did it go yeah so it were a difficult season in 
some aspects and other aspects it were best season I've ever had. Um, there were, it started off a bit steady, uh, sort of took me a bit of a while to get up to pace. Um, and then did a club meeting in middle of the year, just a, a bit of practice. Um, and there were a couple of good names there. Um, I ended up winning all three races in 600 class, which were all right. And, uh, Ended up then carrying a bit more confidence the last half of season, which ended up in getting my first podium in class, which ended up being a win at Cadwell. That was good. Bro, um, that's my favorite track in the world. You were, you my, were, you were there, well. Chris, weren't you? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I try to beat everybody in the paddock. I mean, I was there all weekend long. It's all I was doing. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I probably ran into you at some point because there were so many people there. Um. You couldn't miss me. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you couldn't miss me. Uh, that's so for stock six. So for everybody that don't know uh, about BSB, explain to them what the stock six class actually is. So stock six hundred, uh, as you see, like World Super Sport and stuff, it's a middleweight class uh, on six hundred cc's, um, like you Kawasaki ZX six, Yamaha R six, stuff like that. Um, basically, a standard road bike with suspension and exhaust upgrade and that's pretty much it some race fairings uh and then you just book on and race so yeah pretty so predominantly a production based yeah. class so yeah limited limited mods and and, it, and that's good to keep costs down too i'm sure right yeah. yes yeah, to yeah, try and keep try costs to, yeah. down costs. <laughs> right that the key word is trying to keep yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we so we had something like that out here as the twins class in, in Moto America yeah. originally, right? It was it was just you know the R7s and the SVs, and and then it turned from that to uh, a full blown kind of like uh, uh, our Formula Extreme class used to be back in the day where we had the 600s with the motor work and all this suspension electronics and all that crap on it, right? Um, so yeah, now it's a full blown non, I mean, high dollar class to get into. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Stock 6 is awesome. I, I remember, man, you know, honestly, I didn't watch a lot of racing uh, while I was here at BSB. Of course, the only racing I did watch, I was glued to the mountain. And, um, let's see, Turn 1. Man, it's so fast. So of course, long. I walked all the way around the track watch and watched, but obviously my favorite's the mountain, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah what a proper show it was. Uh, I tell everybody to this day, it's the most uh, beautiful and amazing thing I have ever seen on two wheels. And I've been to MotoGP races, of course, a lot of Moto America races, and I, I love them both in, in their own ways, right? Um, but that mountain course, it, it's just phenomenal. Besides the TT, that's that's my favorite yeah. race. Yeah, day, right? You you guys like uh, countryside when you come over here, don't you? So. Where you we're used to it, but yeah, I suppose from from your side to come over and and there be a circuit that's in the countryside and then that has a jump, then yeah, yeah, it's proper. So I I remember watching it first time I seen BSBJ, I fell in love with it. I was like, what is this? Right, it's the accents, the everything. The first time I seen, it, I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then I, I finally got to watch, you know, every circuit. And as soon as I seen Cadwell, I was like, this is right here is just insane, way different than any other thing. So I'm in Roanoke, Virginia. It's it is hilly around here. We got the Blue Ridge Mountains, the Parkway. VRR is pretty hilly too, but not like Cadwell. Um, but it was uh, I fell in love instantly. I was like, this this is 
this is it. There's nothing else like it in the world. Then, of course, I did the research, the history with the farmer and the dad, you know, the dad and the two sons and yeah. the motocross and all that good stuff that went along with it. Um, yeah, such if a you like, If you like hills, you need to go to Branzach and Knock Hill and Alton Park. Okay, yeah. So I stopped at Brands Hatch on the way from Cadwell Park because my mate Daniel Parker. I don't know if you two know Daniel Parker. He's he's a rider mindset coach that works with Finn Whedon. Cam no, Cam knows Finn, and I know oh, what you I mean by Finn, Finn uh, but I don't know Dan. All right, well he's he, he's a proper mate of mine. He, he's uh he's awesome. Anyway, uh, I stayed with him for a couple nights, and uh, on the way home from Cadwell, he's like he's like close your eyes for a few minutes. And I was like, okay. He's like, I got a surprise for you. And boom, we turned straight up in a branch. ass. I was like, bro, this is awesome. Right. Listen, we pulled straight up to the gate, the guard shack. And, and he's like, Hey man, uh, my mate's here for, from the United States. And uh, I just want to show him around this place. Is it okay? And he's like, yeah, sure. Just don't do a lap of the track. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way here in America that they're just going to let you do that. Yeah, sure. Come on in, you know? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Seeing the garages, the pits, the whole nine. It was uh brands is definitely different to Cadwell. It's a lot wider, uh, shorter too. It, it's actually a shorter track. Um, but yeah, it's magical. So listen, how did you cam and Jay, how did y'all two meet and get together? Uh, we're kind of from, well, like our, the space where we live is called South Yorkshire, so it's pretty, it's relatively small. You've got like Rotherham, Sheffield, Barnsley, uh, and that's like a bit South Yorkshire-ish. So we didn't live too far away from each other, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, how old were you then, Cam? Uh, I'll have been 12 when we met. So Cam was 12. So. I weren't riding myself. Riley, my, my well, he's not little anymore, but little lad at time were riding. He will have been... Five, yeah, five, five at time, and we were just at a local cart track. Um, got talking to Stu, uh, Cam's dad, Stuart. He can talk for, for England. <laughs> um, so we just talked to Stu. Both me and Stu both love bikes, so it, it were easy to get along and just kind of stemmed from there. Nice, nice. and now he, he works with you. Yeah, um, so in, initially when we first met, um, I helped him out a little bit with some with some discount on some kit. Um, I think you were... Oh, that were was you? 13. Yeah. Oh, oh, 13. Still six foot tall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you were, yeah, yeah. Just as he'd gone on to the Aprilia Super Team. Um, and then more recently, in the last two years, is it? Two years? Mm, two COVID. years. Two yeah, to three years, like, yeah. like since COVID. Two to three years. Um, yeah, Cam's been Cam's been work, working with me in the office. Uh, he does a lot on the design side, so any of the cool designs that you see will have come out of Cam's head and fingers. Awesome. So, uh, and obviously you do, uh, my man Juju, his leathers too. Yeah, yeah. Again, we, uh, um, again, I met um, met Julian through uh, racing with with my lad Riley. Julian and his dad Michael had come over in twenty. I want to say twenty seventeen. I think could have been sixteen, but I think twenty seventeen to race at BNB. We were there. Um, both good guys. Got got straight on with them and uh, and kind of kept in touch since. Me and Riley went over and raced with a uh, SFL over in 
20 again mid 2017 i can't remember the circuit i can remember what it looked like but i can't remember the name of it anderson <sighs> I or bushnell <laughs> i honestly don't know i know it had um i think it ran like a runway yeah i'm not sure but anyway we, we went over riley road in the spec 50 the spec 110 think that was it <clears throat> proper long day i think we'd been to with the day before we'd been to disneyland it was like 30 degrees we were boiling up <laughs> uh, and then i think he did something like nine races during the day he was absolutely shattered but it was good fun enjoyed it and we kept in touch and um like we've we've done quite a bit with with you and with michael since the good yeah. guys yeah they yeah they are uh i'm a big supporter of SFL Mini GP and Michael and, and Juju. Actually, I just uh, <clears throat> I signed up for his club, his club forty. I just got his his hat right here and, and his stickers in the mail today. I was like, yes, good stuff, good stuff. So, listen, Jay, let's hear about you and, and your story. Like growing up, how did you get into motorcycles? Um, my dad, pretty much. Um, not my dad didn't. My dad never did no no racing, no track days, but. We used to watch it. Uh, my dad used to ride on the road every now and again. Always had a road bike. Only bikes I can really remember from memory are like old GSXR slab sides and uh, Yamaha RD 500. We had one of those old school ZXR with the Hoover pipes into yeah. the all the old badass stuff. Um, and then and, and and little bits and bats of motocross bikes. Again, only. You're used to kind of do it as a hobby. There were no, no, no competition involved. Um, but I, I always wanted to. I always wanted to race. Always um, pestered, pestered the life out of him to get a scooter when I was 16. Um, got that, passed the test on the Saturday. Broke my leg Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> And then, and then, pretty much straight away, my dad were like, "Right, we're uh, we're going we're going racing." So we did a we did a bit of supermoto for a bit of British Championship. I think I did three years, um, and it was just it was just really expensive over here the, at that time, like two thousand and three. There were not really many places to practice, so I would go in like between race weekends with like nothing in between, literally just turning up, winging it, and then going back home and working um so we just got to a point where i kind of like just said well i'm not i'm not i'm not turning up just to turn up so if we're not doing it properly and there's no practice in between we're not doing it and i uh, i kind of threw towel in and, and went and just started practicing motocross two or three times a week for a good few years um and then up to current now just just track days odd euro track day uh, we're off to aragon in Couple of weeks, two right? weeks, Three weeks, yeah. Julian's coming as well, so that'll be good. And Michael and Grayson, so that'll be good. Um, quite a few as of us uh, close friends. Joe, one of my mates who does um, stock thought BSB, he's coming. Joe uh, Francis, uh, no, uh, oh. Joe Moore, Joe Moore. Um, he's just got a new bike, so be interesting nice. to see, see how he goes on that. Um, and a lot of friends who, were, who we've met through doing um, track days and just kind of the bike side of things. So it'll be a good 
as well as we'll be using it as testing and practice to get faster, uh, it will also be a, some good downtime. Yeah, absolutely will. And and so obviously growing up, your son Grayson, he he raced not Grayson. I what's I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of, of Juju I'm suck. Fan. Yeah, because I just talked to 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 them too the other day, and I just got to yeah yeah. Uh, obviously he's into racing now, Riley. Uh, yeah, Riley were always into bikes from pretty much when he was born. Probably, obviously, I will have helped influence that massively. <laughs> Just a little first, bit. Yeah, I bought him his first balance bike before he was born, so it was always going to be a bit inevitable. Um, yeah, he started riding when he was, I think, two, uh, on an electric bike. Moved on to a PW50 with uh, uh, tarmac tyres on it when he was four. Onto a 125 at four. And then we jumped back onto a 90cc, what we call Bambino, over over here at British Mini Bikes. So, uh, four, um, four stroke, 90cc, four speed, semi auto. Um, he turned turn six. He turned six in March, and he could enter in March, but the season started in March. So, it was that was uh, 2017 was his first year. Um, and we won that. We were, we were up against some much older kids, some much faster kids, some more experienced kids. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, we didn't obviously, Riley did. Riley did. Riley yeah, did. obviously he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got you, Dad. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he won that in his first year, which was mega. Um, Proper mega. I, on, in 2018, he jumped onto... So it was still it was turn six in um, seven turn seven in in 2018, and he jumped onto the junior 140, got um, allowance to jump into that class with BMB because really, I don't think you should have been in it until you were, I think ten, um, but because he'd won prior went into that class uh, had some good results in that as well as doing British Supermoto at the same time on a KX. 65 that had a few bits on it. You're an 82 cc, I think, but had a few bits on it. Had some good results at that, some podiums against um, much older kids or, uh, and adults. And then and he ended up having a bad accident in uh, 2018. And that kind of like just basically stopped all that side of things up until uh, last year when he dipped his toe back in and um, Oh, what did we do? We did Rora, um, British Supermoto up at Rora, and the plan is he might do some more racing, um, but predominantly I, we just try and I try and keep it fun now with Riley. He does lots of he does lots of riding, we do lots of practicing, bit of everything: trials bike, motocross, um, pit bike, supermoto. Um, he's just got a CB five hundred for Christmas, so the the. The next plans will be for us to do some um, some Euro track days together and uh, and just enjoy riding bikes pretty much. Man, that's man. I wish my dad was like that, right? So I grew up in the Navy. My dad was a fighter pilot. He did what Tom Cruise does in Top Gun. Yeah, right? that's, uh, that's still cool though. Oh, dude, it, it. Listen, I'm not taking nothing away from that, right? So I wanted a bike so bad, and my dad was like, "Hell yeah, we're getting a bike." My mom was like, "Hell no, we ain't." Uh, <laughs> We moved all the time, right? But I always made friends with people that had motorcycles, right? That was my ambition. Every time we moved, I'm like, I'm seeking those kids out right there with those motorcycles. They're going to be my best mates. So we're riding. So I grew up riding anyway, right? Um, 
it's 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 good to have a family that grows up and racing and getting around. I try to do that with Rossi. So when my wife was pregnant, my son's name's Hayden Rossi after you, cool. you know Nikki and, and Rossi. So uh see the helmet back there. Yeah, that uh, the um, that this one is this one th- this one is a, a a Red Bull that HJC Ralph one whatever it is that Red Bull FIM blah blah blah. But uh, I do got a lot of Rossi helmets. Um, so my wife's pregnant. I'm playing MotoGP races, World Superbike, BSB, whatever, whatever chance I could get when she was laying down, you know, boom, there it is, right? I was like, yes, my son's going to be this legend. He's going to be fast and this and that. I have all these visions and plans, and my head's just doing a million miles an hour, right? So uh, TTR, 50 before he was born. I got him a a Strider bike, which is a balance bike. Uh, Yeah, branded KTM before he was born. Um, Just – He's he's listen. He's just different. It's just not in him. Not yet, anyway. Right? Uh, maybe one day he'll catch the bug. And and he's ridden. I bought him a brand new 2022 dirt bike, and he rode it like two or three times. So I sold it. Right? I mean, if he's not going to use it, yeah, so. sometimes it happens. Some, some yeah. He might he might pick it up when he's older. He might not. But. Yeah. And and I don't force it. He enjoys. He loves going to the races because he's. Oh, he loves he, he'll watch him with me and he loves to go to Moto Americas because he's friends with Yandel Medea. Big shout out to Yandel and his dad Carlos. Uh, them two we met and they were like two peas in a pod that whole weekend. I mean, we were in the pits, the podium, everywhere, everywhere. They it was uh, yeah, it was awesome. So he loves to go and watch, but other than that, he's just he tells me he's just like, mm, I'm just not ready, you know, I'm just not into it right now, like, like you are. So I don't force it, I don't, you know, do any of that. Uh, but he has taken a, a liking to the TT because he was watching the new uh, Between the Hedges, which is proper. Anybody out there listening, I don't know what you're doing with your you life. Got the, you got the game? Uh, the TT game? No, I didn't buy the new TT game, but we play Ride 5 together. We're gonna, don't buy it because it it, someone might be watching it who's had something to do with making it, but it is terrible. Don't buy it. Well, thanks for the info. I'll say my 50 bucks or whatever the idea is good but yeah 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 utter utter so we actually have a couple couple comments so my man sean wayne what is going on he says go jay what a great lad yeah yeah sean's awesome he then he says my 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 reception is shit tonight Oh, I love it, man. I love it. He says, what a great lad. And then my man, Chris Lewis, what's going on? He says, hey, Chris. Hey, Cameron. Hey, Jay. Hey, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he says, brilliant, Chris. Thanks, Shane. Sean, it's, uh, yeah, man, I, I, you know, it's just one of those things you can't force, you know, your child into getting into soccer or football or whatever it is you want to do that everybody's individual. But, yes, one day, hopefully, Jay, he'll be like, and Cameron, he'll be like, Daddy, I'm ready. I want a bike, right? I'll be like, yes, let's go. Let's do it, right? Uh, just going to turn up one day. We all stuff on, just ready to go. Uh, just ready, right? Uh, with my old, one of my old suits on. He's like, I'm ready, Dad. <laughs> I've watched you. Let's get, let's do it. I'm ready to learn. So listen, Jay, uh, how did this whole transition into DRC Leathers? Um. It, well, it were a transition because it went. It, I never set out to. Um, I never set out to do to do what I do now. Um, when I were at school, all I wanted to be was a bike racer. That's it. 
anyone asks me, all I'm going to do race bikes. That's it. Um, but back then, I also thought that everyone who raced bikes got paid. Um, and obviously, it couldn't be far further from the truth. So um, when I realised that weren't case, I thought, well, I'll just I'll just work within the bike industry. Um, so I've kind of always been around bikes. I worked at I worked at a clothing company called Hein Gerich, a German German brand. They were quite big at one point, uh, sort of like early early two thousands. They had quite a lot of worldwide branches and maybe 40 in the UK. Um, I worked at one of those for five or seven years. Um, got quite a lot of experience there. Then worked at a place called Stealth Products where we used to produce basically CNC stuff. So a lot of it were custom sprockets for like stunt bikes or um, brake discs, um, again, for stunt bikes. Or like the, when the Razor... The wavy and razor discs first came out. We did all that stuff. Um, I worked at another engineering firm where we did a lot of custom parts or like yokes, that type of thing. Um, and at the same time, um, Riley had Riley was he might, he might have turned about three and basically was wanted to go on the tarmac. Um, We'd been riding motocross and side at motocross track. We were a go kart track where kids were riding around them on on mini super motors. And one day, he just said, "I want to go on on there." So I weren't going to let him go and do anything without having some kit. So we we made a, a little suit for him. Nothing like what we do. Um, it was pretty much mostly textile, teeny bit of leather on the bum, some armor in it, and off he went. Started riding. Um, and then each time as he got a little bit bigger, we did him a new one. Things changed, made things a bit better. And when he started racing, we were then in the paddock where everyone else also wanted one. They were like, that looks cool. Can we get one? And it just kind of carried on snowballing. Um, started with kiddies, then went to adults. We don't do many kids nowadays. It's mostly adults. We send a lot of kit pretty much through art. A lot stays in UK, some go to the States, um, but we've been yeah everywhere. We send a we send a lot of kit worldwide. We're in all UK championships. Um a few a few bits at world um a few bits in America. Um and yeah I mean we'd like to get something in world world GP um but there's a big, um, it's not as easy as just making cool stuff that yeah. does the job, which we do. Um, but, <clears throat> and we are on the FIM approved list, by the way, so we can be used in, uh, in Moto 3, Moto GP, Moto 2. Nice. Um, but, yeah, there's a big, there's a big monetary, monetary part of that, which, to be fair, we are only a small family on business. So, one day, uh, fingers crossed, it, not it may it will happen, but yeah, not quite yet. So you gotta you gotta pay to play, pretty um, much. Yeah, it's just a lot of them kind of. Um, so, say for instance, someone at um, say British Superbikes, the top boys, sort of your maybe first down to tenth, yeah, may get 
may get their suits for free, plus some some sponsorship money. Um, may, maybe even performance-based, so for a podium or a, a top five or something like that, there might be some incentive. Um, but kind of everyone else after that, they will be probably getting their kit for free or heavily subsidised. But then you go to world level, it's uh, it's kind of, it's it's all they will the 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 next class you jump up in it's always much more to be able to do the to to, to basically to pay to ride yeah. so the riders need personal sponsors uh and, and most people's personal sponsors will start with kit helmet boots gloves yeah. and then all of the bits that go on and that help chuck in towards their their riding i would guess i don't know i know some right some riders in say motor three for instance you're probably talking get 20 30 grand just purely for wet 30,000 for wearing a just just a helmet um so yeah it can be expensive yeah that's yeah oh, they do yeah. deserve it they do deserve it they yeah no it. absolutely they do i mean it's our sport's so expensive it's uh it's not like back in in the glory days of moto america well i i, I can only say that because I'm over here in the States. So back at what we call the glory days of Moto America, like the 2000s up to like, I want to say 08, maybe even 09, man, where the top factory guys were making probably a million plus dollars, right, on the grid. Um, now it's, it's yeah, maybe your top five get paid. And other than that, it's, it's everybody else is paying uh, to race. It, it's funny because I talked to some of my friends, you know, because I'm, I'm friends with a, a, a lot of uh riders uh, in general around the world and they're like oh man i wonder how much money they make and i'm like no nah, that's not how this works right this is this is not this is not soccer this is not yeah you got to be yeah up there uh the, the elite not not the elite of the elite but you got to uh yeah be in the first top five constantly and then yeah you start getting some money being paid and i'm sure they make the the, the top five or six or however many it is make a pretty good amount right obviously they do it for a living yeah i think that the, there'll be a good um a good 10 15 riders that will get a decent wage i think that has um that's certainly increased in the last say five years mm. i think before that there were if you were a kind of middle at road rider in superbike at british level you you probably wouldn't be getting paid um whereas more recently last few years i think there is seems like there seems to be more of a kind of like a base wage which is good because you can't do it if you're not getting paid if you're not yeah. getting paid, you've got to have a job and if you've got a job you can't put the time and effort into the training which means you're not going to be where you need to be and then you're going to lose your right so now you're 110 percent correct on that so uh dominique what is going on, Dominique? He says, hi, guys. Good luck for you this year, mate. Big respect. Hi, Dexter. I hope they're waving that on. I'm off screen. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, man. And then Chris Lewis. So uh, Paul Elliott, thank you guys so much. He says the Hanks Elliott clan watching from Birmingham. Thank you so well, much. What an honor. Yeah, Paul. Yep, absolutely. And then Chris Lewis says, I ask all – all riders in British Championship favorite track and why, Cameron? Uh, I bet I can guess this one. My favorite track is Gadwell Park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not just because that's where I got my first win, uh, 
sentimental and it's just it? yeah i've been going since i were a kid since my dad were racing i've been your dad's first track day were it my dad's first track day i think yeah and uh just we when i were growing up we always used to go to bsb to watch at cadwell because it's quite local to us um so uh to get my first win there as well that that sort of meant a lot um and it's <laughs> it's gonna sound funny but it's cheap it used to be cheapest track to do a track day at so it used to be 99 quid to do a 99 pound to do a track day um that's cheap whereas like <laughs> donington park used to be 170 pound or whatever yeah uh so you could do two foot price for one so i just kept going to cadwell and ended up getting relatively quick round cadwell practice makes perfect so, absolutely yeah it's uh Man, I listen. I, I, so I'm, I'm good friends with Dave Neal. Big shout out to Dave Neal on Off Track Podcast. Uh, and uh, I had him on the podcast. Man, back it was last year when we first started. Um, and we became good mates. And I was like, I always wanted to come. And he's like, Yeah, man, come to this track. I'm like, Cadwell, I have to go to Cad. That, that's it. That's the only track I want to go to. So, why don't yeah. you come and ride it? Uh, man, you know, because of, listen, uh, uh, next time I am, I've, so since then, I've I've had a, a lot of people on, like Gary, big shout out to Gary, California Superbike School, UK, and all that, right? So, yeah, next time I come, I'm, I'm going to come for two weeks this time. So I'm going to do the round before Cadwell, the round after Cadwell, and in between, I want to uh, absolutely right. throw my leg around it and uh, make a fool of myself on the mountain, right? Uh, <laughs> how slow I am, but it, it's all good. It's uh Listen, my whole time there was just, it was incredible. I, I, we showed up on a, I met a couple mates and man, I was fortunate. I, I met these guys, big shout out to Malcolm and, and John. And I didn't have to, uh, Paul, uh, take a cabbie hardly anywhere. They always came, picked me up and, and took me to the track. So we showed up on a Thursday and they had a track day there that day. And, uh, yeah, familiar myself with the track that day and walked around. It was just, uh, you could already feel the, the atmosphere. There's just this magical place when you first pull up, right? There was hardly nobody there. And they're all telling me, yeah, dude, this weekend, all the semis going to be over here. You know, all the other people are going to be over here. It's just going to be packed, people everywhere and all this. And they're showing me the grandstand at the mountain. Like, I could sit there now, but during race weekend, it's a, it's a paid seat only because a lot of photographers go there because it's a, I mean, be honest the best shot you're gonna get right is around the mountain um except for turn one i keep going back to that it's it's like uh the mountain's not fast and that whole back section is not fast neither okay um it's not but turn one on the other hand that's a proper corner i mean so cam on a 600 yeah turn one what are you fifth gear uh i'm in fifth approaching it and then just back one and tip in and <laughs> Not, not a lot of like, yeah. I mean, so you're doing every bit of a 120 mile an hour corner for sure, yeah, yeah, pro probably close to that, yeah, yeah. That's that's a proper corner, that's that's <laughs> it, it's like uh, everybody I know you guys heard uh, Laguna Seca, right? Everybody's yeah, Laguna yeah. Seca, um, everybody's the corkscrew, right? The corkscrew, yeah, I've been there. Listen, the corkscrew is phenomenal, it is absolutely awesome, but turn one. Yeah, like, dude yeah. that is freaking uh, your fifth gear pin kink yeah. right it goes to left with a hump and you can't see over the corner so it's a blind corner so you got to know that track that corner you got to put it in the right spot because when you come out of it if you're not you know you're gonna yeah it's not gonna be too fun but turn one is 
proper. Better yeah. than Coda. Does look good. Definitely a bucket list track that. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And Coda too. Coda's cool. Uh, yeah. I go there every year for the MotoGP race. Coda, Coda's really big, and, and as a fan standpoint, it has a lot of good places you can actually get a good look at at all the corners of the track, right? And it is pretty big, so uh, get your exercise in too as well, which is <laughs> fine, right? It's good. Uh, but because I don't know about you, when you two go to a race, when I go to the race, I'm all over the place. I don't sit in one spot very long. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm going I over there. I sit in my van out of way <laughs> or just on pit lane. <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm I'm all over the place. I I got to see everything and and experience all the corners and feel the speed and and then uh, yeah, mingle with everybody. That's what I do. Obviously, I like to talk and I love to talk about motorcycles. So. Yeah, I don't have any issue at all going up to any racer. Like, I walked straight up to Connor Cummins and was like, bro, I'm a huge fan. My name's Simcoe from the United States. This is my first time here. Can I have a picture, please, mate? He's like, absolutely, you know. And and uh, it was cool because every time I talked, everybody out there was like, where are you from? Your accent. I'm, I'm from Roanoke, Virginia. You know, what are you doing out here? BSB is the best ever. Let's go. And they're like, your energy is just incredible. I was like, thanks. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Yeah, you yes. don't you don't you don't get that energy in UK really. <laughs> As you can tell from me and Cam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I got a lot of that. The, the thing that I got out of everybody out there, they're like, I was a breath of fresh air and my energy was just incredible. Every time I met somebody, they're like, dude, your your energy is and your excitement and your enthusiasm. I love it. Let's go. I'm like, let me get a picture, mate. Boom, bam. Here's a pin to gas podcast sticker. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Let's get you on. Yeah. It's uh Man, I had a great time. It was absolutely, and I tell you about the best time. I mean, Cam and Jay, think about this. So it was my first time out of the country by myself. Yeah. Fortunate for me, uh, I knew some people out there, right? Like my buddy Daniel, Dave Neal. But I was going to a hotel I've never been to that in a country, like I said, I've never been to. Uh, I had to take trains, which here in America, unless you live in New York or other places like that, we don't really take trains, right? So that was different, right? Because now I'm taking two trains, doing all that, and then a cab. And, man, just that whole experience. I thought that I would get homesick and just be like, man, I just want to go home, right? But, dude, it was a total. I never once felt out of place at all which was awesome. I mean, it was incredible, right? And I remember pulling up to the hotel the first time, right? So America, we got ACs in our hotel. I stayed in Kinnick Park. It's a, it's actually a golf course, too. It's right, right down the street from Cadwell. Yeah. I'm sweating balls. <laughs> Tired. Just, yeah, just I'm ready just to crash, right? I've been up for almost two days. This whole adventure, the excitement, the adrenaline, the whole nine. So I walk up in there, you know, Simcoe, I'm here to check in, blah, blah, blah. I get up tomorrow, open the door. It's like nine million degrees. Like, you got to be kidding me. I go to look for a thermostat on the wall. No thermostat on the wall. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, you guys don't have AC in your room? She's like, no, it don't ever get too hot where we need it. And I was like, <laughs> sweet. Thanks a lot, right? Uh, open up all the windows, jump in a cold shower to get cooled down, all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – it was definitely different, right? Um, the food was great. The hotel, everybody there was great. It was the uh, best trip of my did life. You, did, you, did you try anything different while you were over it? Uh, listen, I tried everything I could because I'm that type of guy, right? And uh, the worst shit I've tried there, no pun intended, is the black pudding. You can keep it. Don't. No. It's horrible, bro. Absolutely. The English breakfast, the fish and chips and all that, yes. But Cam, you like black pudding? Anything I've, I've made never, out of pig's blood. No, thank you. I've never even tried it. 
So no, don't. Absolutely <laughs> not. Do not. I'm telling you. Uh, they tell me the white pudding's good. All right, yeah, but I haven't. Uh, well, yeah. something that off. I, I don't, man. I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. But after I tried that black pudding, I was like, no, I'm, I'm good right now. Like, I'm no. Oh, I just want some fish and chips, and I'm good. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's what Michael has every time he comes off fish and chips. Yeah, man. It, it was funny because I was at Cadwell, and uh, I go up, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm starving, right? So I go up, and here in America, when you go there, man, they got hot dogs, but you can get like chili and mustard and onions and all this. So I was like, yeah, let me get a hot dog with coleslaw and jalapenos. And the dude looked at me and he smiled. He says, well, where are you from? I was like, I'm from Virginia, man. It's my first time here. He's like, well, you can have onions or curry sauce. I was like, sounds good. Let's go, right? Yeah. Uh, it was good, though. It, it was really good. Yeah, it's uh, good, man. So 2023, Cameron, w- w- was a proper year for you, right? Stock six. Yeah. You can't announce w- w- what you're doing in, in 2024. Um. Uh, I have a couple of mates that actually race in, in the GP2 class, um, yeah. which is a proper class, man. I, I think it's cool because they allow the the like Kalex chassis and, and all that yeah, good yeah. stuff versus the other 600s. Yeah, yeah. So um, do you guys watch any other type of racing besides BSB? Uh, watch quite a bit of World Superbikes and obviously MotoGP. I, I like to follow all pro like – I don't know what you'd call it, all aero and stuff, developing development in uh, MotoGP and stuff. Um, and then three years, five years later, you see it on a ZX10 that's just come out. Yeah. Um, so I do find that all interesting. Um, World Superbikes is good because it's just an action-packed weekend with three, race, three races and stuff. Super Pole is good. So yeah, I I watch it all. Uh, apart from F one, I find F one a bit boring. Uh, you watch Moto America. Watch Moto America sometimes. Uh, I know it's hard for you guys because it's not, yeah. I, I guess, televised, right? And you can yeah. always go on YouTube and, and watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watch absolutely everything. Uh, absolutely everything. Jay, what do you watch? Um, I watch. I always watch GP, Moto3, uh, Moto2, always, and GP, always. Um, last year, I didn't watch a single World Superbike race last year. Not a, sing- not a single one, just just for time. I just didn't I didn't get I just didn't get the time. I were at every BSB weekend, so I've seen every BSB race, um, BTC races, that type of stuff. Um, and I kind of, but I kind of always try and keep, my eye on everything so i'm always like a bit of supermoto a bit a bit of flat track um i like watching the supercross the ama um a little bit of british motocross sometimes every now and again speedway we go and watch yeah, yeah. not regular nice. but we try and get we try and get to watch a bit of speedway often, yeah. um yeah to, to be honest the only thing and I, you'll disagree with me I, I don't i don't enjoy watching the road race side of things only because like if you stood somewhere you only get to see a little bit of it uh like whew, gone like the guys that do it um the balls that they have to do with that i don't even know i don't know how they do it i don't yeah, yeah. i don't know how they remember the tracks i don't know how they go as fast as they do on on closed on basically just closed roads um 
but I've never watched it in person. I've been to Oliver's Mount, and that was cool, uh, but I've never been to the TT or the Northwest um, or Scaries or any of that yeah. type of stuff to, to watch that first hand. So that's again, that's something on my on my list of things that I want to get done in the next couple of years. Go and watch TT. I think absolutely on my bucket list like i said between the hedges is out everybody i don't know what you're doing if you listen to this get off this go straight to the tt and you can thank me later trust me it is listen the island man i remember cameron and jay the first time i seen that shit i was like you have got to be kidding me right now like this is just absolutely the most awesome thing proper mega thing i've ever seen in my life are you kidding me and since then i was head blown it is absolutely my favorite. i would if anybody could tell me in the world I, you can go anywhere you want and watch any race you want hands down would be the tt if they told me i couldn't go to the tt would be hands down bsb if i couldn't go to bsb uh i'd say well shit uh, it, it, I mean, I've been a lot of MotoGP race. So I'd have to go to world Superbike at that point. Right. But it would hands down be the TT first and foremost. Uh, I'm went for first, for first time last year. Yeah. I'll, I'll, my first time going. Yeah. Bro. It, it dude, was just ridiculous. Where, where did you stand to watch the race? Uh, to watch race. We sat in grandstand on start finish. Uh, okay. so we had the best, view for like pit stops and going past start finish at however many miles an hour um but like for the the bits of practice and qualifying and stuff uh we sat up on just just as you come off mountain section up at craigner bar yep. and uh that that was my first experience and we were like that far off and they were doing a million miles an hour past my feet and that, that were eye-opening um I, I couldn't imagine because listen, I asked that because me watching it on TV, like I get goosebumps on my arms right now just yeah. talking about it. Right, I couldn't. Have, I like I tell my wife and, and my dad, I was like, you know what? I, there is nothing greater on this earth, nothing more is beautiful on this earth than being that close to these aliens from another planet, just going Mach nine warp speed on the streets right i mean leaving darkies wobbling riding will dude jumping what's not to love right i couldn't imagine like the first time uh just standing there at the corner and you hear them and then next thing you know by the time you blink they're a mile down the road already right and you're like holy shit that that just everything the sound the the, the magnitude of it is uh i want to feel it i want to yeah. touch it I want it's, to smell it. It's dangerous. Is what it is. It, it, it's brilliant. That's why it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, the that's the adrenaline. It's it's absolutely so. Oh, we have another comment um, from Dominique. He says, "Nice one. So cool listening to you guys while on the train into the city. It's seven thirty a.m. on Friday here in Sydney. Keep up the great work. Pin the gas. Thank you so much. What an honor. And I hope the rest of your day is mega as you are. Absolutely." proper sydney australia man i ain't never been this dude philip island's another one of my favorite racetracks right who don't love philip island i mean come on that's uh the stoner corner and you hear racers talking about how uh nobody could ride through there like stoner did just pin sliding pointing just uh it's an, it's an anti-clockwise track and i i love left-handers so yeah i'd love to go there 
Oh, I would love well, to. I don't hear. like spiders, so I'd be a bit a bit cautious of spiders. <laughs> and listen, they got some big ass spiders over there yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> you walk in and you see a spider like this, I'd be like, oh, I'd probably have a fucking heart attack. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> What is that? You know, some Americans like guns. I'd be going for a gun. Where's my gun? Oh, shit. I ain't in America. Where's my shoe then? I need a big stick and a shoe. <laughs> Facts. Big stick and a shoe. That's good stuff, man. So is, is Riley around you? Is, is he there? Riley. Yeah, uh, bring Riley on in. Tell, tell Riley, come on. on in. Xbox in background. Oh, he's in the X. Okay. What is up, Riley? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Have a seat, man. So, uh, Riley, your dad's yeah. told me a, a, a little bit about the background on, on your racing. Uh, it's been kind of off and on um, since I had my accident. Yeah? Yeah. The, the passion is still there, burning bright, though, ain't it? Yeah, I can still ride at least. So, yeah. still, he's still Mr. Competitive. He's yeah. still... Uh, he still likes likes to think he can uh, he can beat us all, and he still wants to. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, uh, we actually have a question um, uh, from Chris to Cameron. He says, "Is the TT something you'd ever want to do, Cameron?" Uh, his mom won't let him. My mom won't let him. <laughs> um, a week up to a week after I'd gone, like uh, when I'd come back home and stuff, uh, like. I was fully contemplating thinking about trying to do it. And then like I started watching it back and all like, there's no way I'm doing this. It's way too dangerous. Um, and for how I ride, uh, I'd end up taking your head off. Yeah. His neck's too long to ride on short. <laughs> it's a ride on rope. <laughs> <laughs> all time with <laughs> all neck that's all you see is all neck out there on the track there goes cameron uh riley do you like the tt uh it's all right i wouldn't ever do it because i'd die <laughs> at least he's honest about it right he's like yeah <laughs> not for me i definitely should I, I hey listen i would ride it but i already know yeah i would uh so TT riders, man, even though back in the day they weren't good at short circuits, right? So now you see Peter Hickman and, and Josh Brooks and other guys that do are successful and they have successful careers on short circuits too as well. Uh, but to me, they're not the most craziest. The most craziest to me are the sidecars. Not necessarily the guy driving it. It's the monkey on the side of it who's the most bonkers to me at the TT, right? Yeah, because uh, most that most lap, they've just got – they just got their head down. They don't even know where they're going. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to put a horse for when they do that. I'm like, y'all, yeah, they're just different than everybody else, and they're fast. I mean, when you see them, you're like, dude. So, would you ever do sidecar racing, Cam and in Raleigh? Never. <laughs> He's too fat for sidecar, <laughs> Riley. Anyway, do you want that for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might end up having to go in one at some point, never on TT, just because uh, Paul Elliott, who commented earlier, uh, that's my girlfriend's dad, um, Jamie Hanks Elliott. Yeah, uh, Jamie Elliott. Yeah, big uh, shout out to Jamie. Her granddad used to do TT in a sidecar, and a, a lot of generations in her family. Um, so I can see me ending up having a green one at some point. 
And Jamie's mum and Jamie's ja- mom. Jamie's mum and dad have done TT in sidecars, and uh, Jamie's granddad won it in, I think it was 1997 or 1996. One of them, yes. Um, yeah, I actually talked to to your girlfriend, Jamie. She's actually coming on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. yeah. She'll yeah. be able to tell you a lot about that, a lot more than I can. Yeah. So I've had a couple sidecar racers on, and um, they're just, listen, I, I, Every single one of you racers, Riley, Cameron, everybody listening, Sean, everybody, all you guys are legends, absolutely legends, man. Us uh, us as fans, me, as I sit here talking, dude, I would give anything to be able to go a third as fast as you guys are the talent on to ride motorcycles. You know, listen, I've – yeah, I can ride, but I'm not fast, right? I'm not Cambobia. I'm not Cameron Hall. I'm not – yeah, I'm not there, – there's absolutely not. In my mind – Get, I'll smoke you all day, Cam. I'll talk cash <laughs> shit with you at the car track. Bro, I got you. This little 50, I hope. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Let's go, right? Yeah, then you lapped me two times. I'm like, I told you I got you. I was protecting you from everybody else so you could win. See, team. It's called teamwork, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's uh, What you guys do is just absolutely amazing. And, and Jay, what you do for the sport, uh, DRC Leathers, I, I see your work. I haven't seen it in person, but uh, my good friend Juju, who's watching, uh, he put two goat signs up for you. Um, Juice. Yeah, he's, in he, uh, he's in Barcelona at a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I talked to Juju earlier. Well, it's been probably about a, a week or two, but he told me he was coming out to Barcelona and all that good stuff. So, cool. yeah, it's uh, – Listen, it's awesome, man. And I can't wait to come back out to BSB. I want to come back out there. Um, I can't come this year. I would absolutely. I could if I sold my RC51. I sold my RC51, and, yeah, I'd absolutely come out there. Um, Keep that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just got it not too long ago, too. Which, it's color, got, is, which color is it? Uh, listen, I, it's 03, so it, it's the red, the, the red and the um, red. And black. red Yep, red and black with the black frame, black swing arm. It had 15,400 miles on it when I bought it. Um, of course, I did some mods to it. Yeah, I, I don't have a chance to really ride it very much. Um, but 2025, I will be back out there uh, at Cadwell in the race before. I think that's Thruxton, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely have to take some time. Obviously, I'll see you at the racetrack, Cameron, and we'll have to uh, take some time and uh, – Get up with Jay, and um, I'd love to when I come out to do a live podcast with you guys. Yeah, sweet. Cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. be able to that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and listen, this is not the first podcast. We're, we're gonna y'all stay on with me when we get done with this, and uh, we'll sort out a, another one for sure. But uh, yeah, listen, we're almost an hour into this. I know it's getting late to, to where you guys are, and I listen. It's such an honor to have you two on here, and Riley too, as you as well. It was an absolute honor to meet you. But before <laughs> we get off here. Uh, I have some personal questions that I love to ask. And this is actually my favorite part of the interview because I get to ask personal questions, right? Um, so uh, I'll start with uh, the same question for everybody here. Riley, you're included in on this too, right? Um, so don't go nowhere. You stay right here. So listen, I'm going to start off. Favorite movie. We'll start off with Cam. What's your favorite movie, Cam? Uh. I don't know, to be fair. Uh, Polar Express is quite cool. <laughs> I, I, like Polar Express. I love it, dude. <laughs> Jay. Back oh, back, back to the Future. Listen, Back to the Future is a great movie, right? Uh, 
I'm going to say either Step Brothers, oh. Love Will Ferrell, or Deadpool 2. Yeah. Dude, I love Deadpool. He's one of my favorite characters. Deadpool. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is funny in anything, uh, hey. and it works. It works with Deadpool. I like Deadpool. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Riley. Um, Deadpool too. You just copy. That is probably my favorite film. Uh, uh, podcast. <laughs> what podcast do you listen to, Cam? Uh, I don't listen Love. to any, to be fair. But okay. I'll start listening to this one now. And, Mate, uh, thank you so much. Especially this one. Uh, yeah, right. Especially as soon as this will release, this will be out on Spotify, our heart, and all the all, all everywhere else tomorrow, too. By the way, um, Jay, I mean, yeah, podcast, podcast. the only podcast I've ever listened to is yours, Chris. That's really, it. yeah, genuinely. I, oh. I, don't, I don't get much time to just, I don't do much driving, so I don't have to commute far, so I don't. I don't really get time to just sit and listen to listen to stuff, um, but I always catch yours on Facebook. So, well, thank you. What an honor! Absolute honor, Jay. Really, and uh, Raleigh, do you listen to any podcast? I don't listen to. I don't listen any. to anything. I oh, don't. Okay. I might. <laughs> I might look at this one. Possible. Uh, well, I, I appreciate it. It would be an yeah. honor. He says, Jay, I love that. He said he sound sound like my son. He don't listen to shit, <laughs> nothing at all, flat out, well, nothing. Right? This, this is the first podcast we've ever been on, so like oh, this okay. side of thing, this is new to us. Yeah, we're we're pretty stone age compared to <laughs> everyone else on social media. Well, listen, it's an honor to have you guys on here and to break the cherry. It, it absolutely is. So, do you guys? So, I'm a big book reader. I like to read books or audio books is what I listen to. Do you? Do you, Cam? Do you, do you have any books you listen to or? No, I haven't really read a book since leaving school. Six weeks ago. That was a few years ago. Uh, and I didn't read by choice. I read by having to do stuff for homework. So, no, I'm not really that interested in books. So I ain't got a favourite, really. Apart from Harry Potter. Harry Potter's quite cool. I've read that book. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Jay, did, did you... Any books for you? Again, <laughs> I'm not a big reader, um, but I would say, so if I read anything, it tends to be like autobiographies or something like that. Um, I read Casey Stoner's. I didn't Proper. like I didn't no. like it. I didn't know. I'll be honest, I didn't like it. Okay. But um, I've read Jorge Lorenzo's, and I didn't, I didn't used to like Lorenzo as a person when I would watch him on TV. Still a good writer. Um but I read his book and it kind of ch it changed the way I thought about him. So that was a really good book. Yeah, I, I, dude, I, same thing, right? Obviously, I'm a big Rossi fan, hence my yeah, son's. Yeah, I've name. read Rossi's, but right? I like him. I, I actually have his autobiography signed by Rossi and Marco Simicelli on the same page. Cool. Proper. Yeah. I, and as soon as I got it done, the guy right behind me said, I'll give you three grand for that book. And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yep. Deuces, yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, Rossi had signed it, and then Simicelli had come out, and the guy was sitting there through because they were doing the the rider auction and all that, right? And uh, yeah, I had Marco sign it right behind the guy. I was like, "Hey, I give you three grand." I was like, mm -hmm. "No, absolutely Sweet. not." No, uh, good book. Uh, you guys should check out is John Hopkins Leathered. Oh yeah, that, I've, I've read quite a few things that have uh, I've said it's good. That it is absolutely. It's to me. I've read. I mean, 
dude, I'm a huge fan, right? So any Ian Hutchins, John McGinnis, Michael Dunlop. I mean, I could sit here and go on and on on the audiobooks and motorcycle racer books I've read, but to me, John, and they're all great stories, right? Absolutely. But John don't hold nothing back. And he mm -hmm. tells everything exactly how it is, but the shit he was getting into, like it blew my mind. I was like, absolutely highly recommend it. Riley, do you listen to any books or read? Uh, no, I don't read any books. My uncle Lewis Dexter has bought me. You got uh, Mark Marcus's book, yeah. Autobiography for Christmas. Didn't yeah, you, so. so I'm gonna read that at some point. I think you won't be disappointed. Trust me. I've not read you, that one yet, neither. I, I honestly I haven't either because I mean uh, I'm a Rossi fan right and the whole feud with that whole thing but it's funny it's funny that when Rossi retired like I'm such a fan of everybody like I don't have just a die hard like oh my god nah, I'm gonna kill you because you're this guy's fan right and all this it's it's I'm such a fan of everybody now it's it's yeah it's uh I have not but uh I will read Mark Marcus because I actually heard it was really good to be honest with you did you watch the Amazon Prime series? Uh, it was horrible. It was absolutely utter shit, man. Did you not like it? I no, dude, it. listen. It was... How do I want to explain? Man, it was just... It was not good. The production was horrible. It was just... No, it was not put together well. It was only mainly about a couple people. It was... It wasn't nothing like Drive to Survive where everybody was involved and all these stories were being told. It was... Yeah, no, absolutely. Four thumbs down if I had four thumbs, Jay. Somebody in on the other side of the camera put two thumbs down for me. Yeah. Four, yeah, there we go. Oh, we got six. There it is. Yeah. So listen, they could have done it a whole lot better. Honestly, I think they kind of rushed it. Um uh, man, it, yeah, it, it could have been a lot better compared to Drops to Survive and all the other ones. Yeah, I didn't. I was I my hype was so good for that too. And then when I seen it, I was like, I know I put a post on Facebook. I, I said that Amazon should have followed the Grassini team around all this season. I just think with him and his brother, it would have been because they have such good chemistry between each yeah, other. It would have been it would have been a good thing to watch because they're like they just bounce off each other. Absolutely incredible. It would I, I agree 110%, you know. Uh, but you know, MotoGP is such a closed world. Yeah, yeah, and they don't like a lot of people in behind the scenes, especially when all that's going down, you know. So they can probably only get to certain places and and, and all that good stuff. So, uh, but Natalie Moore says Cameron's number one fan here. DRC is the best for leathers. Cheers, Natalie. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, my man Eleanor says Cam Polar Express. <laughs> And then Jamie Hanks Elliott says, Chris, I think you need a DRC suit. You know what? Honestly, I do I do need a, a new uh, leather suit for sure. Uh, obviously, I want a custom suit, but that's something that, uh, yeah, me and Jay will, will absolutely have a, a proper chat about for sure. We can, um, we can oak you up, Chris. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you. We'll definitely talk about it for sure. And then my man. Darren Powell, he says, yo, mate, how's it going back from Spain off now to Australia? Well, mate, I hope you have safe travels, and, and thank you so much. And, man, I hope Scott Redding kicks ass this year in World Superbike. Uh, when's, when is it round one? It's soon, though, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say it's this mm. weekend, ain't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny Grayson, mate, what is up, man? Benny's my dude, man. He says, ask Jay about LCR's new sign. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't because I'd have to put an accent on. Um, yeah. <laughs> it won't be good. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't want to. I'm not putting that on just because in case it, uh, in case it offends anyone else. So. All right. All right. All right. Well, you can. You can tell me off camera then for sure. Julia Wright, what is going on? Julia is the king, uh, the queen of Cadwell. She's yeah. always around her and, oh, and, and, and Sammy. Yeah, yeah, proper. It's I met her the first time I went there. I think it was on a Thursday or a Friday. And uh, as soon as I met her, they're like, this is the queen. I gave her a big old hug, got a picture. And, yeah, we hung out. And, yeah, she's absolutely. So if you're there, you guys see her, go up to her and tell her hi and Give her a big old hug for sure. Um, all right, so listen, music, Cameron. What kind of music do you listen to? Uh, just Polo Express. Yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack. Constant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, just like, just whatever's on, like on charts or something. Whatever. I don't really have a set favorite genre, really. Um, just whatever's playing, I'll listen to it, so I don't mind. So, do, real quick, Karen, do do you have like, and you don't listen to like any type of particular music or anything to to get your mind straight or mental side of racing, like on, to prepare for a race on a race weekend? No, not really. Um, I know a lot of people do, but I just like to be quiet. If you know what I mean. Uh, you I, do. I, do you don't? You don't. You put left leg in, left leg. Yeah, right I, I yeah some have, superstitions, so, superstitions and stuff. Uh, I've always got to put every because I'm left-handed. Everything I put on my left sock in the morning, I've got to put my left one on first. Uh, my left boot on, my left leg in my leathers, my left glove on first. He always uh, sticks uh, his left little finger in his bum hole before he puts his <laughs> glove on. <laughs> I love it. You sound just like my, uh, you sound just like my mate Luca Allen. He's the same way. Everything's got to be left, yeah. left, left first, left. Everything's left. I put my left leg over bike when I get on, so but I can't do it any other way. Otherwise, it feels wrong. And, uh, that, so. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's awesome. And Jillian, my man Juju in the house. What is up? He says that hat, Chris. Yes, dude. Thank you, Juju. I just got my new hat today in the mail right there. You can see it. In your 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 new stickers you sent me. I appreciate it. Nothing but check this out, y'all. When I do this, watch. Boom, nothing but love to everybody here. Look at that. Yes, sir. Let's go. Why do it work when we do it? That's soldier web behind times. Uh, I don't know. You should. I don't know why. I don't know why it just works for me. I didn't even know it worked till the other day. I did it and I was like, holy shit, did I just do that? Or what happened? And I did something else and balloons come up. I, I can't remember whatever hand gesture I did. Balloons started appearing too. I was like, okay, cool. This is, I like this. This is good. Um, Jay, music. Uh, same bit of everything. Uh, depends what mood I'm in, really. Um, I like yeah, rap. Not I don't know. I don't know if you class it as rap anymore. I don't think it's classed as rap anymore. Is it like a bit R and B rap, grimy shit? We call it over here. Uh, Stormzy got Julian into Stormzy when he was over here. Um. But yeah, a bit of all sorts. We don't. I don't mind some, some like metal type stuff every now and again. Um, bad boy chiller crew. Bad boy chiller crew, but only because it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you say Stormzy? Stormzy. Don't tell me you've not heard of Stormzy. 
Oh, I just wrote it down, man. I just wrote Julian, it down. Julian, I'll look you up with some stones and right. tracks. Right. Um, oh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but ask Julian. He'll tell you some cool songs from. All right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Cam? Neither. Not really. Okay. Not really a fan of either. I've never watched any, never seen anything. Uh, Star okay. Wars looks cooler. Star Wars is cooler. Absolutely. It's cooler, man. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jay, Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, I don't, I've never watched either. I'm not a sci fi. I'm not a sci fi man, although I do like Transformers. Um, yeah. I've never watched Star Trek, but I probably have watched a little bit of Star Wars. So, what Transformer would you be, Jay? Uh, the baddie. What's he called? Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. Yeah. Okay. The baddie one. Yeah. The baddie. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and I met Bumblebee at Universal Studios. So he was cool, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool, but a lot taller than you thought he was. Yeah, <laughs> In Raleigh, um, I am what well, I don't think I've watched any, but I would Star probably Wars say Star Wars. He's probably he probably doesn't even know what Star Trek is. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't. Think, I, I don't think he would. Uh, it's a film. No, uh, it's a TV series. Yeah, it's a TV yeah, we, series. Yeah, uh, it's nowhere near as cool as Star Wars. Trust me. So don't even waste your time. Just stick to Star Wars. I'm telling you. Just forget Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek's just men in lycra, isn't it? Pretty much with pointy yeah. ears. Uh, yeah, pointy ears, little, little like beam me up and all this shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. My man Daryl Powell says RTD2. RTD2 is awesome. Absolutely. And we actually have a question from Daryl Powell, and I'm going to let you guys answer this, and I answer it to myself. But uh, he says, Who's going to be on the podium next weekend in World Superbikes? Cam, you go first. Uh, Bowliger. I think Bowliger will win. Uh, that's a bold statement. <laughs> top, top rack and Johnny Ray. I don't okay. obviously there's three races, so that it, it'll change between races. Uh, but that's just my first first okay. impression. I would think probably Johnny Ray to win. Uh, Bulliger second and top rack third. Just because I don't think he the BMW is quite there with him yet as a package. Rally. Same with my dad, because I ain't got a clue about <laughs> any superbike riders. <laughs> I love it. Can Johnny Ray? That's it. Yeah, man. You know, superbikes, man. It's such. It's so hard because the class is so stacked. There's been a lot of movement around. Um, man. If I'm gonna pick a podium. Man, I really want to see my man Scott Redding ran. I really want to see Scott pull it out, dude. I really do. So uh, I'm going to go uh, – absolutely, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Redding. I'm actually going to go Top Rack, and uh, I'm going to go Alvaro for third. Um, I just – dude, it's hard to beat that rider combo combination with Alvaro and that, and that Ducati. It's just like uh, – Jake Gagne over here in the attack Yamaha, right? I mean, he's won yeah. three or four titles straight in a row, and it's he might not be the fastest, uh, at every like every lap, right? But he wins a lot of races because of that team he's on, the way they gel together. I mean, they're just such an oiled, weld oil machine. It, it's really hard to to beat somebody like that, and that's why you know, obviously, the rules change with the weight ballast and uh, 
in the in the RPMs and all that good stuff, trying to even it out. But it it's going to be a, a proper season for sure. Be interesting to see how Alvaro gets his head around the the weight difference. Yeah, well, yeah. From my understanding, you can put that ballast wherever you want. It's just got to be on the bike. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, it could actually help them in certain areas, right? So there's plus and minuses to everything when it comes to our wonderful world of two wheels, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just something they'll have to, uh, yeah, fi figure out. Uh, my man Daryl Scott Redding, Ian Ochi, and Poochie. <laughs> Ian Noni, yeah. My man Daryl says Scott Redding, Ian Noni, and, and Producci. Yeah, I forget about it. And Noni coming back. Listen, Noni is a weapon, and he was always one of my favorites at Ducati. Island too. Oh, dude, that's his. Yeah, dude. Who, whoever forget the headbutt? Was it 2015 at Phillip Island or whatever? Yeah, it was proper, right? Uh, but yeah, it's um, I forgot about Ian Noni in there, man. I'm glad to see him back, and he is uh, even though he's been away from racing a long time. I mean, I mean, his testing was already pretty impressive right. for being away from that long. So, we'll uh, we'll see. But yeah, dude, Daryl, you yeah, I didn't think about an Anoni. Uh, but yeah, I still think uh, I'm sticking with my guns, Redding. Uh, yeah, number one. So we'll see. It, it's going to be proper exciting. So, uh, food, Cameron, your favorite food. Uh, favorite food is Chinese. I think Chinese takeaway. <laughs> Chinese. Um, she has every single Wednesday without fail. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you eat when you order Chinese food? Orange chicken, uh, salt and pepper chicken, and uh, salt and pepper chips and chicken fried rice is my go-to dish. Um, I don't have all that myself. I share it with somebody generally, um, but still, that's, that's what I prefer. Okay, Jay. Probably pizza or pasta. I like Italian food. I do too. I, I, I pretty much I'm I'm greed I'm greedy as fuck. To be fair, I <laughs> like eating everything. Um, <laughs> sweets, crisps, um, anything really apart from fish. I'm not a big fish man. That's everything else is I'm good with. <laughs> I hear you. I, I, I like I like a lot of food too. Italian, uh, Greek, Thai food, all that. Michael Carrera is in the house. My UK family, absolutely. And then he said, Jay Dexter is a massive foodie. He loves food. <laughs> uh, Daryl says, going back to the film's best film ever on any Sunday. If you've never watched it, you have not lived. Yeah, absolutely. Any Sunday is absolutely one of the best films ever produced. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely, dude. I'm a huge fan of uh, um, all those documentaries, all the MotoGP ones on any Sunday. They did, um, they did a remake, didn't they? Like a relatively newish on any Sunday. That I think I don't know if you followed GP around. I uh, I, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, yeah, so, that was quite yeah. uh, so uh, Cameron, celebrity crush. I've got to say Jamie Hanks, Elliot, Anna. <laughs> she does the SB, so she's a celebrity. I mean, and she's watching. So Facts. <laughs> all right, all right. Good answer, by the way, Cam. She probably is too. She right now is going, good answer, Cam. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have got a text. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jay, celebrity crush. 
I don't have a celebrity crush. Genuinely, don't have a celebrity crush. So okay. yeah, my missus. She's not a celebrity, but she is to me. So. Perfect. And Riley, do you, do you have a, a celebrity crush? I don't know anyone. I don't know any girls that ride bikes. So I'm no, gonna not that say... ride bikes. It just means like any anybody. Films or yeah, films, films TV. Yeah. Dexter. Mini Minnie Mouse. Oh, nice. <laughs> Minnie Mouse. Man, I used to watch Minnie Mouse when I was little. <laughs> Mighty Mouse, too. You remember Mighty Mouse? Yeah, I remember Mighty yeah. Mouse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, say it, look, we're just giving our age away, Jay. Right? Yeah. Mighty Mouse used to have like the little bum on his t shirt or something. Uh oh, uh oh, here we go. Jamie says, Cam knows my celebrity crush. Yeah, it's. Jamie's celebrity crush is an Bastianini. Oh, man. he's only about that big, him, you know. Jamie. Yeah, he's not that big. Yeah, Eleanor says Eleanor Charlotte says good answer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Anaya, listen, Anaya, uh what brilliant ride he had when he was with Grissini, right? In his first year, he got hurt on the Ducati, but shown signs of brilliance uh, before his accident, and then of course in testing, obviously again. Uh, so a lot of signs of brilliance. So we'll we'll see what what happens, man. Um, with that whole uh fiasco, so we'll see. But uh, what other sports are you into? Do you do you watch like soccer or anything, Cam? Uh, I used to play football, soccer, football. Uh, when I was younger, and then his legs got too big for socks, <laughs> so we had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, dude, soccer is my favorite sport. Football, not not the American handball that we yeah. call football, the real yeah. football, soccer. So uh, my team in America is Inter Miami. Um, I liked them before Messi came, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, you know, half team owner is uh, um, I just had a brain fart. What a Beck Beckham. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I like football overseas, man. There's a lot of teams I like. I just like watching the sport of football. It's it's exciting. It's it's competitive and ups and downs. And I think it's funny when the soccer players get and they roll around like five or six times and they act like they're really hurt and they just look around, smile, and get back up. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, right? It's a it's all part of the game. But yeah, it's it's hilarious. But it, it's a good sport. Uh, and I catch a lot of shit from my American friends. They're like, <laughs> they're like you like soccer i'm like you mean football they're like no that's that's dallas cowboys i'm like no that's handball i mean football yeah the real football the the white ball with the blacks you know that not the brown one the the, <laughs> the, the one. one right the round one yeah that's the real one uh chris lewis says i would like i would like to take this opportunity to wish you the best for 2024 season cameron we'll catch up with you in the paddock thank you very much chris Absolutely, absolutely. So, PlayStation or Xbox, Cam? Xbox. What What are you playing in the Xbox right now? Uh, Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, ride Ride Five. Uh, more OGP games. Just old we bikes, really. Yeah, me too. I play Ride Five too. Jay, PlayStation uh, Xbox. PS5, just because that's what we've got. And we'd like to play Bit of Ride 5, Supercross, GP. Also, we play, we play a bit of UFC sometimes. But, yeah, mostly, yeah, just literally all bike stuff. Just 
box, box, box. Love it. I love it. And uh, Riley? PS5. I'm the same as my dad. We play light. You play a lot of football, though, FIFA. Not yeah. Really, no. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I got I FIFA, too. Play. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to, when we get off here, we'll, we'll talk about we'll gamer tags, all that cool stuff, because I like to play, too. So, uh, cool. and then um, Sandra Foster, good luck to my son, Cameron Hall, this year. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah. That's Cam's, yep. Cam's mom, Sandra. Yep. yep. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for uh, commenting. You are awesome. She just um, come back from New York, actually. Oh, nice. D how, how did you like your trip over here to, to America? It's funny because I'm always like, I want to move over there. And you guys are like, I want to move to America. And I'm thinking, like, why the hell would you want to do that, right? Like, I could drive across the UK in six hours. I, in six hours, shit, I'll barely be out of Virginia in my state, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's... uh. Awesome, awesome. So uh Chris Lewis says, How do you get on with the MotoGP bike in the game? So the 2023 MotoGP game, man, I can't stand it. It sucks. Yeah, it's too as soon as you touch throttle, it just sits up. And the breaking's so bad in that game, it's horrible. I like Moto 3, yeah, I'll play with y'all day on that. Mm. But yeah, I'd rather jump on with Ride Five or of course all my other rider friends in the whole world. I know when you're listening or not, or when you do, it's Fortnite. Got to play Fortnite, right? Everybody plays Fortnite all the time. Uh, dude, my son, he's in there right now playing Fortnite. Absolutely. So, Cameron, favorite racer growing up, posters on the wall. Who were they? I didn't have any posters on my wall. Um, obviously, Ross is everyone's favorite growing up. Uh, looked up to him. Uh, since Mark Marquez came onto the scene, I sort of were a Mark, big Marquez fan, uh, and I liked always like watching Oil Lorenzo, um, just because how he rides, just looks nice. Do you so, have a favorite right, racer right now? You said Mark Marquez. Uh, at minute, probably Mark Marquez. Yeah. Um, right. Jay. Uh, Rossi growing up always. I watched him right from uh, one two fives all the way up, all the way through. Uh, so yeah, always love Rossi. Um, I didn't, I didn't used to not like Marquez, but I didn't particularly used to like him because obviously they were always that rivalry. Um, but then over the last couple of years, I just I like his uh, his tenacity and his. He just seems like underneath all of the the sports bullshit, all he's bothered about is being the fastest person on a motorcycle in any setting on any bike on any discipline on any day whether it's free practice one or it's riding around a motocross track midweek it looks like he's just he's just hell bent on being fastest and i like that i like that part about his personality absolutely agree it's uh it changed my mind about him for sure right a absolutely riley Rossi, um, growing up when he was riding, and now that he stopped, probably Marcus. Oh, you like um, Digi, don't you? Digi, yeah. yeah. Digi, Digi too. He's met Digi. Yeah. He's met Digi a couple of times, and yeah. same, I'd say Digi is probably the nicest rider in paddock to speak mm -hmm. to and to say hello to. He's just whenever he's whenever he's he's whenever he's collared him, he's just. He's just had time to, to speak and say hello, even though at times he, he shouldn't have had time. It, yeah. 
that that's uh that makes you even more of a fan and, and tell you how genuine somebody is. You know, they, they say you never want to meet your your heroes or your favorite racers because you might be disappointed. And I have a couple of stories of those too myself, but uh, yeah, 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 it's uh, yeah, yeah. So, Cameron, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Uh, I ain't got a clue, but hopefully, British Super Bikes or even further. Um, I would like to come and ride in over in America and try and do something in Daytona, super bikes, anything. Uh, just come and have a go, super sport, anything. Um, yeah, it would be an honor to have you over here, 100%. And, dude, listen, anybody, in you guys, if you have guys ever come over here to America and Virginia, you guys got a free place to stay at my house. Absolutely. Thank you. 100%. Thank I'd you. take you around, go down to VIR, show you the racetrack down there. Yeah, yeah, maybe do a track day or something. We'll, we'll, we'll have some fun for sure. Great. Definitely have some fun. So, uh, Jace, where do you see yourself in five years besides taking over the market? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not one of them people who has big, massive, long-term goals, to be fair. Um, kind of like plod through a little bit. Um, but I would say in five years' time, I just want to be in a slightly better place than I am now. Happy and healthy, and the same for all my family, just to be happy and healthy. Wherever that may be, uh, that's that's what comes first. Yeah, absolutely. Great answer because me. So uh, obviously I, I, I love the podcast and, you know, talking to the racers and get to interview everybody and become a mate. So there, but it's always been a dream, right? And it's such an honor. But the main reason why I do this is at the end of the day is for my son. So one day when I'm not here, right, and I'm dead and I'm gone, he can always go back to Spotify, iHeart, YouTube, watch me, listen to me and, and, my love and, and energy for, for for the sport, right? So that's uh to me that's the main reason why I do what I do. Besides everything else that goes along with it, but that's first and foremost because I'm a big uh, family person too, 110. percent Leave like your little bit of your little bit of legacy for for him to be able to look back on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you know, you think about it, not a lot of people's dads have anything to really leave behind, but but pictures and stuff, right? So yeah. I just. Yeah, that's my m motivation to uh, keep doing. Well, not to keep doing it, but you know what? The number one. I put yeah, it to you yeah. that way. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Cameron, I ask this to every racer. On. <clears throat> What's life after racing? Uh, I'm not sure. I won't. I can't imagine that. I'll. I don't think I'll ever not ride bikes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just talking about like a job, right? Because obviously Valentino couldn't race forever, and obviously, well, he's yeah. a car racer now. But like job wise, you're like a dentist, a lawyer. Probably not. I'm not clever <laughs> enough to be any of them. Uh, <laughs> a leather suit provider, like like yeah. DRC. Yeah. yeah. Um, or be involved in the paddock coaching, or yeah, just something that's in with bikes. I think, uh, like, like you said, whether it's track day instructing coaching anything uh just as long as it's something that don't feel like a job because uh, yeah. you enjoy it that much yeah. i love this job right here and it's not a job podcast and it's, i look forward to it all the time and it's great if, if it was a job yeah it wouldn't be as fun right but yeah i'm the same absolutely the same uh jamie elizabeth smith what's up she says i can't wait for this year's cambo me neither i can't yeah. wait 
Uh, and then Elizabeth Hall again, she says, thank you. She says, looking forward to the 2024 season. Come on, Cam. Love mama. P.S. New York never disappoints. Yeah. So my grandpa, my dad's dad lived in Bayonne, New Jersey. So from his back window, like I'm literally sitting here at the back window. New York's right there, right across the bridge. And we used to go over there. And man, it, it's a. Uh, it's an absolutely different world than where I'm from right now. It's completely different. It's uh, yeah. I don't see why people even drive out on the outskirts. Yeah, but in the city, yeah, I couldn't. Um, yeah, there, there's absolutely no way. But listen, fellas, we're an hour and thirty minutes into this, and it's been an absolute honor. Cam Hall, you're an absolute legend. Jay Dexter, DRC Leathers, absolute sure. legend. Riley, you already know you're a legend. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely right. The apple don't fall far from the tree, and you're right there next to yours. <clears throat> so listen, before we get off here, Cameron, I need you to give everybody a shout out, or if you have a club that that people can join, uh, tell them how they can follow you on social medias, all that. Uh, so obviously, I'd like to thank all my sponsors that help make my racing possible. Uh, Jay is a big one. Um, with kit and stuff um nationwide electrical uh my title sponsor for this year along with triple m triple m vehicle sales um then we've got um les and jane uh jane's watching les will be watching over her shoulder anthony uh, and anthony snowball snowy uh distinctive uh plastering pete gaines He's MC Electrical. Um, we've got Paul Bass. Paul Bass. I'm going to have to get my notes up because there's. Go ahead. No, there's, you do it. Hey, Cam, real quick before you continue, Chris Lewis says you could be a film critic and then you can review Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to get my notes up because I don't want to miss anyone out. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Do it. So we've got everyone who I've already said. Uh, Dame, Damien Industrial Door Solutions, sorry. Uh, Kabuto Helmets, they help me out with helmets and stuff. Uh, Elizabeth Hall, she's my grandma. She she does picture framing. And I, I sometimes work there as well, uh, one day a week, just helping out and drinking hot chocolate. Drinking hot chocolate and stuff, <laughs> eating hot biscuits. Um, <laughs> Standing for the motorcycle. I'm on my way. Keep it <laughs> on the stove. Um, standing for the motorcycles helped me out with bits for, for my bike and stuff. Pot, Potters of Barnsley, they're a butchers. They're, they're always a nice sponsor to have. Um, Graphic Innovation Group, they they wrap my bike and all my awning boards and stuff like that to, to help stuff look cool. Um, Redline track days, that's who we're going to Aragon with. Yeah. Dean, Dean and Malk and Tunch at yeah. Redline. They've helped me out for a good few, yeah. Um, new one. Yeah, we've got Rock Oil, um, Expert Electrical, uh, another electrical company, just come on board. They, they just come on board today, actually. Um, nice. For, for this year. Yeah, and and thanks. Th thanks to Ben, Ben Tiffany for for sorting that out for me. Um, Pipeworks exhausts, give, give me a bit. Uh, GB Racing engine protection and stuff. Uh, I'm sponsored by a barber. 
So he, he cuts my hair and stuff and skin fade for days on sides. L performance, JT sprockets, high flow filter, all like bike bike bits to help keep biking as new condition. ABC brakes. Um obviously give me some brakes and stuff. Uh and Chris Clark plant services. Sort of like a plant hire. Nice. And then everyone else that follows me and cheers me on. So, Proper. So where can they find you at at social media and follow you? Uh, Facebook. I've got a Facebook page just called Cameron All Racing. Instagram, just exactly the same, Cameron All Racing. Um, and that's it, really. Don't use Twitter or else it's too complicated. Um, but... Yeah, Instagram and Facebook, I always try and keep updated and post on and stuff. Only fans, he puts pictures of himself. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Only fans, yeah, come on, Cam. Yeah, that's hilarious. No, so we're, you, not, we're not to that point yet. <laughs> do you have a club? Like, a I haven't got a club, but I do. Uh, there is a way for people to get involved. Uh, I do raffles for, like, raffle competitions for each round, uh, giving different prizes away could be hospitality passes could be just passes to get in for weekend into paddock and stuff uh just to help raise a, a, a couple more a bit more funds for towards tire bills fuel bills stuff like that which it's from as little as 10 pound for a number and you've got a chance of winning a like i said two two weekend passes for to, to get into paddock and stuff so that's so do, do they have to be like do they have to show up to the race to they, join they that or they don't have to come uh but if what what i'd normally try and do is i have a couple of people just enter it just to help me out um which is 10, 10 pound around or whatever they might buy a couple of numbers and stuff um which say if they, if they get, I, I do it on a live live draw on Facebook to to pick my winner, um, and if they tell me that they don't want to come, then I'll redraw it and pick someone else uh, that can come. So, so, how do they sign up for this though? Uh, just through messaging me on Facebook okay. or Instagram, yeah. or you. Well, you put a post on your race page, don't you? On Facebook, uh, I, every. Uh, every a couple of weeks before every round, I always put a post on, like saying I'm putting a raffle on for this round, so and saying what prizes is and stuff like awesome. that. Awesome. Well, you guys heard it. I don't know why you're sitting here listening. Go on there, or you can do it while you're listening. Get on Facebook, yeah. get on Instagram, and follow Cameron Hall. Follow his projects. Absolutely multitask. That's it. That's it. And look for big things in 2024. Chris Lewis, what classes are you racing in 2024? We don't know yet. He can't say, but uh, stay tuned. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Probably be on BS, probably be on Facebook via BSB. Yeah. So Absolutely. So stay tuned. You heard it here first. And then Jay, my man, DRC Leathers. Uh, how can people find you? And how can anybody listening or that's going to listen to this in the future if they're interested in getting a leather suit from you? Um, how can they get in touch with you and all that good stuff? Or if there's a racer out there that says, "Hey, I want to talk to Jay," I'm always always interested in listening to. I mean, we support 
quite a lot of people, I always try and give back as much as humanly possible. Um, I'm not a tech, tech, tech person. I'm opposite. I try and give as much as humanly possible. Um, so always get in touch. If we can't help you out direct, we can always try and do some kind of support or discount. Um, but yeah, anyone who wants to get in touch, the best way really is, is through Facebook or email. We try and update our Facebook page pretty regular, DRC Race Leathers. Uh, we've got an Instagram, again, DRC Race Leathers. We try and keep both as updated as, as possible. Do have a website, but I'm not. I basically run that myself, and I am not I'm not a tech tech. If it were a calculator, I'm in. But, <laughs> yeah, the website's not up to scratch, but that's that's something that will be getting done. That's something on the cards for this year. Um but the, the Instagram and the, the DRC page on Facebook are, are up to date on a daily basis. So get in okay. touch. Try and, we try and update everything on there. Designs, suits, um, supported riders. We have some competitions. Um, somewhere we give stuff away. Somewhere we want people to basically design their own suit. And then we'll pick out a winner and they get that produced. Um, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. That's awesome. Hey, Chris Lewis said, just followed your racing pages, Cameron. Yeah, I've just got that. Thank you, Chris. Yep. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. And then, Riley, do you have any social media? Uh, it got took down, didn't it? Did it, did it? it? Yeah, you used to have a race page on Facebook, but oh, it got took oh, down. Yeah, I don't I, know why. I know why you had a race page. Yeah, got took down. A lot of his, I know all of, all of his old races are all on uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. On, okay. British mini bike, on British Minibikes as live streams on YouTube. So you can get all the rallies. There's some really good races on there, actually. Um, but other than that, we're not putting that up recently, have we? Yeah. But we will be because I got a Insta360 camera for my 40th birthday, which was Monday, off my missus. Well, happy birthday, bro. Look, join the club because I got me. An Insta360 camera too. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be using it at Aragon. I'm going to get... I did borrow a friend of mine, uh, Anthony Snowy. I borrowed his camera in Portimao in November. He's running Insta360. Insta um, I only had it on for one session and I crashed. Um, but camera were wicked. So sorry for crashing me camera on Anthony. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it in Aragon, get some good footage. And then this year... Me and Cam are going to video a lot of us training that we do together, a lot of the practicing that we do, uh, same with Riley. And I'm, I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll ever do a, a DRC YouTube page just because I don't know if people actually want would want to would want to watch it. But um, my plan is to video way more shit and put it on. Anyway, even if it's just as me, if people want to watch it, they're more than welcome to. They can always say it's crap if they don't like it, or they can always watch another if they do. So we'll not know unless we try. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, before I get out of here, I got to do a couple of shouts out too. First one is big shout out to my mate Jake Marsh and R&D Racing. Uh, man, they they support Pendergast. Dude, they were on the their team shirts we're on their leathers this year i'm on their race bikes this year I, I i get lost for words just even talking about it so listen i love you guys r&d jake marsh big shout out to you guys 
absolutely proper megas um big shout out to my man martin from the clothing kings you can go on there go to clothingkings.co.uk and get all pendagast merch you want we got hats t-shirts jackets all that good stuff so all you got to do is go there and uh yeah place your order um big shout out to my man michael carrera and juju carrera juju uh british talent cup this year 2024 last year too uh so good give them a follow too as well if anybody over here in the united states is interested in learning how to race uh seek no further than sfl mini gp michael Carrera out of south florida if you can't find them get in touch with me i'll put you in direct contact and you'll have the best time of your life um and listen thank you guys for everybody that likes and subscribes and if you haven't please go like and subscribe it helps me out a lot spotify all heart podbean youtube it don't matter facebook even if you don't like me just leave a comment down tell me why you don't like me uh but anyway yeah i don't see why you wouldn't anyway but listen it's been such an honor cameron hall Thank you so much, mate. Jay Dexter, DRC Leathers, my man. Thank you so much. And Riley, this special appearance. Thank you for coming in on camera with us today, mate. Absolutely. So listen, I'm going to end the show. You three stay on with me for uh, a second longer. And uh, yeah, I will see you guys later on this week. Thank you guys so much that uh, watched the show. This episode will be out on all major listening platforms but Apple, because I haven't figured out how to do it yet. So, but one day I'll, I'll get to that level. But uh, thank you guys so much. And yeah, I'll see you soon. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you. And I forgot because I can do it. Yeah. Love all you guys. There it is. Yes, sir. I love it. All right. Let's, let's end.